another episode of The Big Question presented by Friends of Film, a podcasting in-depth look at a specific movie-related question. On this episode, we'll discuss who should be in Quentin Tarantino's 10th and final film. As always, I'm your host, Cooper Hood. Once again, joined by Josh Daly. Hello, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We're here to answer all of the questions. At least one. At least one. Probably, probably. a couple. Maybe two. Maybe like 25 Whoa. if you really think about it. If each individual question is a question. Or how many times we ask each other a question. This sounds like a lot of questions right now. We're probably right up to like five or six. And so when you think about it, the big question is a addition of all the small questions that make it the big question. It's like the blob. It absorbs all of them contained in one large question, which is why the question is usually very vague and Uh wide open because we could go anywhere. Yes. That is how we've largely operated with the big question for the last... Well, I've only been doing this, the big question episode, like a year? Yes. I think so. It's been a breakout episode for like... Has it just been this year? Is it like just separate this year? episodes? Yes. But we've but been doing November, them before. Yeah, from around there. summer. But also, we were always asking each other a big question at some point. That's true. We ask a lot of big questions. Mm-hmm. Well, if, you're, if your big question to us this week is, where can I follow you on Twitter? Well, I got your answer. That's at Friends in Film on Twitter. And if your other big question or a smaller big question is, we're going to find all the other podcasts and other big question episodes, you can find those, my friend, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. But if you can, on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review us. That will ultimately help rank us, and then we can find more friends of the show. That's right. Um, and as you mentioned, our big question week is, who should star in Quentin Tarantino's final film? But... There are some smaller questions um, slash, uh, yeah, I guess just questions that mm. you have oh, yes. ahead of time before we get into actually who should be in this movie. Yes. I have one large one, though. Oh, okay. What kind of movie is Quentin Tarantino going to make next for his ultimate film? Hmm. Because we've seen him do a lot. We've seen him do sort of a, I don't even know what you would call Pulp Fiction. Be exactly um, what it is. Perhaps, but it's just like vomiting of true story, semi probably true stories. I don't know. And, and, you know, action and mob and all of those things. He's done a mob movie. Mm -hmm. He's done a crook movie. He's done two Western films, one revenge, one more of just a shoot him up. Right. Done samurai movies. Right. Kung Fu in there as Mm -hmm. well. Kill Bill's an amalgamation of a couple of things. Yep. Um, and then, I don't know what you would toss Death Proof as, but... Uh, that's definitely a revenge film. It's definitely a revenge film. But like uh, uh, a, a grunge era <laughs> revenge <laughs> film or something. That's a good one. And then, of course, um, what we've just seen... Oh, he's in a World War II film. That genre's that's covered. Right. And now we've got this um, 1960s Hollywood period piece movie. And what what do you think is next for him? But also, what do you think he would want to go out on? I think, well, he said, he's basically said as much, that he wants to go out on an original film. Mm-hmm. So even though Star Trek is looming in discussions potentially, I don't think that'll be his final film. Even if he does direct it, I think he'll make it a, a loophole be like, oh, well, just like how Kill Bill, even though it's two movies released, only counts as one film on my filmography mm-hmm. in my 10 films by Quentin Tarantino thing. Um, Star Trek's not going to count as one either because it's a franchise film. I'm talking about 10 
original ideas by Grant Tarantino. Yes. So I think he's going to go out on an original idea. I think it's uh, going to be three hours long. It's going to be the the most Tarantino Tarantino movie um, he's ever made. Unlike you know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is kind of like the least Tarantino movie he's ever made. I think he's going to go all in on revenge, bad guys, violence, mayhem, um, all these multiple stories connecting together. So it'll probably be like, I don't know, maybe he could do, go back to his roots, do another heist movie, just like Reservoir Dogs, but actually show the heist this time. Oh, yes. And like, that's like adds on an hour of the movie. It's them mm-hmm. pulling off the heist. So like then boom, we're at almost three hours right there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see. Yeah. I, I don't think I know what it will be, but whatever it will be, will be something that j- just his final like finale. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll be, it'll be a goodbye movie. This movie, like once upon a time in Hollywood was like, Oh, I'm getting old. We're all getting old. Uh-huh. We're dying and getting old. And then whatever comes after that is kind of like where once upon a Hol- once upon a time in Hollywood, like leaves us. Yeah. Like on the, on the precipice of either greatness or redemption or just, you know, a straight fall into death. So it's going to be about some legendary bad guy, legendary mm-hmm. criminal who has one last job to do. It could be that meta. I, I, I feel so. like I, that, that is completely in Tarantino's wheelhouse. And then, you know, along the way, there's like, you know, oh, well, there's copycat criminals who are trying to pull off the same stuff that he's doing. There's uh, protege the way in the wing. There's all these other things that, you know, he could do to make his own tarantino crime movie but then also be like and here's my commentary in hollywood yeah it would definitely be something like that i mean that 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 that's 100 percent style so any other questions no that's really that was it. Just the big one yeah did i have any other ones that i said i don't remember i feel like you rattled off a couple before we started recording so mm-hmm. i was gonna throw it to you rattling off and rambling off on so many things is my marquee okay thank you well then you're gonna hopefully ramble off a couple of names here mm-hmm. as we get into the the actual big question here today of who should star in quentin tarantino's final film there's no real number of people you need to get but we are limiting ourselves to New people. So, yeah, his final film probably have like a, a Kurt Russell or a Steve Buscemi or a Tim Roth or a, a Michael Madsen or, uh, you know, Samuel Jackson probably will be in there. We'll yep. be shocked if he's not really. Um, have all these familiar faces will come back. But his movies also, usually, outside of really Once Upon a Time Hollywood, I guess, involve new people at the forefront that he's never worked with before. Yep. So, as we look forward, who is like, okay, I'm casting the lead in the new Tarantino movie. You have no idea what the plot is, but who should it be regardless? Who's the, who's the number one you get this person, you get to choose this one person to be in Tarantino's movie as the, as a major role. Mm -hmm. Who, who takes that spot? I give it, I give it to JK Simmons. Ooh. Okay. I give it to JK Simmons because he just yells amazingly. Mm Mm-hmm. He's also very funny, and he can also be really warm and like really sarcastic. His what whiplash is the culmination is peak J.K. Simmons so in good. cinema for us. And so the next thing would be for him to take that angry persona, which he's already reprising, mm-hmm. which may hurt his chances if he ever wanted to get cast in a Tarantino movie. But that would be my guy because he can be grizzled, he can be funny. But he can definitely be flippant. Yes. And he, he's he's just, he's mesmerizing to watch 
yell things. And so I would totally take him. Okay. As my as my big lead man. J.K. Simmons leading a Tarantino film. I like it. I can dig it. Is he is he bald? Is he got the just the half hair on the sides? I think he's bald. He maybe he he may Wearing have a wig. He may have like some like expanded sideburns. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. I think the first name that popped in my head when I when I proposed that this should be our big question this week is somebody who is a big name in Hollywood, mm-hmm. who has had a, a long career in Hollywood, who has never thought with Tarantino before, obviously, but um, has also never really done a movie like a Quentin Tarantino film, especially recently, because he's been the biggest star on the planet. I want Robert Downey Jr. I knew it. Yep. As the lead, or a lead, in Quentin Tarantino's final film. I think that is what Downey needs, because like, you know, in the post, you know, Avengers Endgame world, a lot of us thought that he'd be kind of reminiscing on 10 years, how great it was, but he mm-hmm. actually, he actually hasn't. He's, he's more right. been like, I'm more than that man. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Downey's like kind of putting his foot down being like, listen, that was great. 10 years. I made a lot of money <laughs> playing Iron Man and I had a great time doing it, but I can also be more than the billion or playboy philanthropist mm-hmm. hero. Yeah. So what better way to change that up, go back to like his Tropic Thunder, um, Zodiac, like all of these, like these past character pieces that Downey used to do, go back to that kind of place in his career. It's, you know, Sherlock Holmes three. Cool. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll see it when it comes out, but him as the lead of a Tarantino film where he is, you know, morally ambiguous, where he has to get a little darker. He has to, you know, show a side of the, of Downey that we haven't seen on the big screen in at least a decade. Yeah. Like that is something I would love to see. And, you know, as the final film by Tarantino, like, you know, that movie, that movie's already going to be a draw, but also like to be like, boom, here's Robert Downey Jr. Like that, that, that would just be such a, I have to go see his big post Marvel turn. Mm -hmm. That's not a franchise. Dr. Doolittle or Sherlock thing. Yeah. Like, I, I need to see this. Yeah, it would it would it would totally make sense. He made my list. I put okay. him I put him in like the my 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 lead B player cameo section. Uh-huh. He was in my low B player section. Okay. But he could I think he could definitely toss up depending on the film cuz Tarantino, Tarantino casts for his movies. True. Um that's why Tim Roth shows up cuz there's always <laughs> the need for somebody that looks like him in your yeah. movie. <laughs> um but yeah. In a in a in a, in a but in a fictional Tarantino film, Downey Jr. would definitely have a place, definitely show up, especially ensemble, especially if he is as hungry as he sounds. Yeah, like and like said. yeah, like gets him potentially in the mix for an Oscar again, which is like he hasn't really been in that in <laughs> right fifteen years at least. Yeah, for sure. Probably if ever. If ever was I he mean, ever talked about for Oscar? I feel like he was like in that mix for Chaplin. I don't remember if he actually got nominated. Oh, or not. Chaplin or the um, not the most the, the one with Jamie Foxx, the soloist. Yes, that's a really good movie. It is a great movie. Maybe Jamie Foxx, friend of or not, I don't know if they're friends, star of past Quentin Tarantino movies. Can mm-hmm. then, you know maybe give him a call and be like, hey, Quentin. <laughs> yeah. How about uh, Rob Dine Jr.? But I'm just fact checking to see if he actually he has been nominated for two Oscars. So one of them. Was for Chaplin. Oh yeah, and then he got nominated for Tropic Thunder. So, which is still <laughs> wild. 
but like that's like that's the I guess it's, that's not the mixture of these two roles, but like the the insanity of his Tropic Thunder being like willingness to go <laughs> that mm-hmm. route, yeah, mixed in with like Tarantino. Like I'm not saying he needs to take that character and go blackface for a Tarantino movie, but like the edgy the edginess of that role and Downey the way Downey took that with Tarantino and his dialogue and his stories, like come on, that's like. That'd be so good. If Tarantino could get it released, Tarantino could probably fund his own movie, couldn't he? Oh, probably. I could see him just burning his entire career to the ground with a film. <laughs> but next up, whether yes. it's your lead, your co-lead, supporting role, whoever. All right. This who is else a, do you this want? This is just wish fulfillment right here. Okay. I'm going to throw one out early because Great. I love this man so much. How can you not? Yeah. And I don't know who it is. Yeah, you do. Who is it? Mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves? No. Uh, Close. Uh, Christian Bale? No. Uh, Closer with Keanu Reeves. Ryan Gosling? There. No. Um, this next guest will get it. Closer than with Keanu Reeves' hair. Long, luscious locks. Yes. Wow, okay, it's Adam Driver. Oh, <laughs> obviously. Yes, I mean, I don't. Adam Driver is a chameleon. He will blend in. He can be what you need him to be in any kind of film. And I think it would make him perfect for Tarantino mm-hmm. to cast something upon him what it would be don't know it could be anything from a, a very intense robber to a total deadbeat yeah to a lackadaisical cop like he is in jim jarmusch's um the dead don't die uh-huh saw it good oh okay cool so yeah adam young adam driver thank you <laughs> adam young Zal city my bad <laughs> uh i mean yes adam driver is great he was not on my list i don't know why i didn't think of him i as i was trying to guess keanu reeves is on my list so yes or no keanu reeves in a quentin tarantino movie not in a starring role i'm more just like get him in as like the cool side guy just to be like just to say keanu reeves is in a quentin tarantino movie he's too popular right now that's more probably than downey <laughs> mm, yeah really you think Keanu is more popular than Downey Jr. at the moment? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Really? 1,000%. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Bale also threw out, do you think, he, uh, again, I don't think he would be the star of a Tarantino movie because I just don't think he would commit fully to Tarantino. Oh, but, yeah. Can you imagine the, conver- the things they would yell at each other? Exactly. But if it was like a, hey, I've got seven days worth of work, five days worth of work, so you can do a full week shoot for this really juicy you know, impressive supporting role. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, how could you pass up Christian Bale in a Tarantino movie? Like, it just needs to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, would, it would definitely be something where he's just like, he's there doing the thing that he wants to do. Mm-hmm. If there's, if Quentin has any notes, Bale is out <laughs> oh, and yeah. gone. There was no way he would take that. <laughs> but the, the other one that popped in my head pretty mm-hmm. quickly, which I was just like, kind of the same vein as Downey, where I'm like, you know, he's kind of had this persona, um, of like, this is who this person is. And I would like love to see them kind of go against this. Yeah. Will Smith. Oh yeah. He hasn't done a lot of like dramatic work. I mean, I mean, yeah, he did concussion. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Really, of happiness. Re- really terrible one that he did. Um, collateral beauty. Yeah. Like he, like he's tried to make waves in that area and just hasn't happened. Everybody just sees him as either now the genie or, you know, from Fresh Prince or all these other, you know, Independence Day, all these other big blockbuster roles he's done in the past, Men in Black, as such. But I would love to see Will Smith take on the challenge of a Quentin Tarantino movie, whether it's with the dialogue, uh, the the range he'd have to display, whatever it may be. I would just love to see 
on Will Smith's filmography. It'd be like, have a director like Quentin on there. Because, like, he's never worked with Spielberg, right? No. Because he turned down um, uh, something with Tarantino. Or not with uh, Spielberg. I don't remember what it was. Um, and I don't think he's ever worked with Scorsese either. So, like, and he hasn't done, you know, the, the, the recent era of, like, oh, big-name directors. He hasn't done yeah. uh, Nolan. Like, he hasn't really gone to, like, any no Marvel films no. or anything. Like, he has been pretty much, like, like on his on his own little thing. And, like, that's cool, and he's made a great career of himself for it. But I, th- I would love to see him add a Tarantino movie to his filmography. Yeah. So, uh, next up for you, another name. Tilda Swinton. Great pick. Yeah, because, number one, she just does it all. Number two, she's not afraid to be what you need her to be. She can be just downright weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, she can be, like, extremely regal and wise. But there's something about... I don't want to say this, this without sounding weird, but there's, like, a... There's an otherworldly quality that she brings to her performances Absolutely. that that is so mesmerizing. When you put her into your movie... She just she absorbs all the attention in the in the frame, and Quentin Tarantino's characters do that, and that's why she would be she would be an easy choice to throw in there. Yeah, no, that that is a great call. And the he has Will Smith goes back to him real quick. He has kind of worked with, with Spielberg because he was a producer on Men in Black. So oh. he, there's that semi-relationship that he has like direct. He hasn't been in a Spielberg directed movie. So um, my next pick change it up a little bit this is i don't know if she would do this because mm-hmm. it feels like her, that's her, not the point though it's not but i feel like her and tarantino would clash heavily but i would love to see charlie's their own in the tarantino too, movie. yeah i just you know as we talked about in our main episode this past week about you know the possibility of her coming back for mad max movies and the the clashes she had with tom hardy and george miller on that production or have been noted um i feel like she's very strong-willed and i don't think I don't know if Tarantino would, or if her and Tarantino would, you know, mesh up well. Yeah. But the thought of her in a Tarantino movie in some form um, would be awesome. Think about her career arc, though. Just everywhere doing all of the things. Mm-hmm. And this is Tarantino's last roundabout. And as long as, I, 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 could, I could so see her jumping on board there. Yeah. I could definitely see it. Um, like, yeah, like you, like you said, like, they're strong wills and things like that. But it's a, the, the right role's pitched. That's you true. know, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you have it. Because it's so specific, because there's almost no leeway, there's there's not improv on set or anything like right. that. You know, like BJ Novak ended up in a Tarantino movie. That's true. BJ Novak can end up in a Tarantino movie, then, you know, Charlie Strong can definitely <laughs> right. end up in there. You know what I mean? Because it's just all about what you need from that role. Yeah, that's true. So, next up for you? Next up for me, this one is very wish fulfilling. But I want Harrison Ford Ooh. to land in there. What, what else is the guy going to do? Now, listen, Harrison Ford showing up in a movie takes you out of the movie. And that would be the struggle because it's Han Solo. Because he's um, Deckard. Yeah. All of those things would make, it in t- would make it incredibly tough. And it's the kind of cinema that Tarantino doesn't like really go with. But I'd love to see that man show up there. I mean, yeah, how could you say no to Harrison Ford in a, in a Tarantino movie? That'd be, I don't I mean, I, I, I would say it pretty easily, but also I'd love to see. Really? I, yeah. If he walked in, I'd be like, no, get out of here. Oh. 
But if the role's right, the role's right. Okay. Could you could you have seen him in the Al Pacino role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. Because Al Pacino, that role requires charisma, and Harrison Ford is... He's thrown charisma out the window for curmudgeon. Okay. And... Not like not like literally in real life because uh-huh. he still got it, but that's his on-screen character, and so it would be a complete change for him to have taken yeah. that, taken that role. That's fair. But well, what about what would have been two thousand and six? Mm-hmm. So it would have been like you know while Harrison wasn't really doing much. What if could you have seen him in the Kurt Russell role in Death Proof? No. I don't think I could. It's either. much more but physical. That, but it's that, much more physical role. That that would be super interesting to see him take that crazy dark turn. Um, but you know, if uh, Harrison Ford's in a Tarantino, I will not say no to that. Um, I'll, I'll I'll pitch next, Jesse Eisenberg. Yes, I think he yep. is like, if I had to put money on who's going to be in the next Tarantino movie, that's like not like. Or just like anybody, like who's never done Tarantino movie, who's most likely to do his next film. I feel like I'd put a decent chunk of chains on Jesse just because he fits the mold of like, he doesn't care about like really anything. He just wants to sink into a performance. Um, he has, he's a very artful, like, like thoughtful person. Yeah. And he just fits the mold. I think of what Tarantino likes from his people. And he could give you a whole range of characters. So he could really fit in anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I just think that Jesse um, would be a, you know, I, I loved him in the Hummingbird Project, which I talked about in a past uh, week's episode. Um, but I would just love to see him get a return to like big screen, big budget, you know, high profile films. Right. And this that would surely do it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I would say that's his, like, I'm scoring our picks kind of here okay. slightly. And I gave Tilda Swinton a really high number, obviously mine. Uh-huh. But I would put Jesse Eisenberg at that same level. Okay. Because that is, that is an inspired pick. Thank you. Just his delivery, he delivers lines with such precision. Mm-hmm. Um, social networks opening oh. scenes specifically, I have in mind, and it's it's that way that is so. It's how Tarantino would want you to do yeah. it. I think. I think Eisenberg would like if you know you you talked about the like the the one man show mm-hmm. for Tarantino if that was his like final movie. If anybody was going to do that, that'd be Eisenberg. Yeah, <laughs> he'd be like, yes. Give me three hours. It's going to be one shot. Mm-hmm. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> Just watch me work. Yeah. I would, and, I would so be there for that. Um, What about Lakeith Stanfield? This is, ooh. this is sort of a throwaway person. That okay. Would be like not throwaway. Cause he's, he's, like, he's, he's fantastic. But he would probably not like the lead role. No, he would be, he would be in that C playing a small character role. Like Kurt Russell did for uh-huh. uh, once upon a time in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, yes, I'll never say no to Lakeith Stanfield. In anything, <laughs> he is he's he's great. So yeah, I mean him in Tarantino movie. Um, again, I feel like he he's kind of in that same vein as Eisenberg. Where like, I just think th- like him and Tarantino would like click on some sort of like a like artistful like artistic level. Yeah, that people like yeah no I see what you're doing yeah I get this yeah let's do it. Like I I feel like they they would be a good pick, good uh good pairing. So um I'll go. Yeah, with uh, somebody Eisenberg's worked with somewhat recently, Ben Affleck. Hmm. Again, like, again, all these people aren't making it into one movie, obviously, because this would be the yes. <laughs> crazy, crazy budget uh, Tarantino movie. But like Ben Affleck, kind of in that same like, like vein, like he's trying to move away from that the Batman era, 
Um, and, you know, he has, you know, a new Gavin O'Connor project on the way. We talked about a new project he may do in the main show this past week. Um, you know, so he's you're building up like what the, this next phase of his career is going to look like. Yeah. But like taking on a, a Tarantino role and, you know, he, he he's in the new Kevin Smith movie <laughs> coming up later this year. Like mm-hmm. so he could go leading man. He could go really small supporting character that gets five minutes of screen time, but just like relishes every second and gets a three minute monologue. You're like, whoa. Ben Affleck crushed it. And I'd love to see him. He's definitely a good, he would definitely be a good ensemble character. That's for sure. It's not the leading. Not the leading. I don't think he'd even do the leading in a Tarantino movie either. No, I don't think so. He'd be, he would be what Tarantino is himself in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Just like there, making some great points about the, um, (laughs) Madonna. Yeah. About Madonna and like a virgin. And then like, not really there the rest of the time. Um, Zoe Kravitz. Okay. Love Zoe Kravitz. She's very specific. She has a presence. It's very ethereal. Mm-hmm. And that definitely has a place yes. in a Tarantino movie. Absolutely. Like her and the Keith, like as some like strange couple uh-huh. <laughs> in a Tarantino movie. Like, okay, yes. Sign me up. Oh my goodness. I would see a, I would see a rom-com or any kind of like movie with them, like with a pairing. Not even really have to be rom-com. No, like, it um, could just be, uh, What's that uh, movie coming out later this year with uh, Queen, Queen and Slim? Yeah, Queen and Slim. Like, remake that movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> but has not even these two. Be, yeah, with yeah, that'd be like incredible. Give me a phenomenal, it'd be a phenomenal comedy or, or, or like a, a strange sequel. It's like, oh, the same thing happened <laughs> <laughs> to this other couple. It's like, yes, Stanfield and Kravitz. Uh, yeah, I mean they're they're terrific. Um, I think just some some uh, some rapid fire ones. Somebody who was looked at for once upon a time in Hollywood, Tom Cruise. Was yes. up for the role of Cliff if, you know, Brad and Leo could not do it. Tom was in consideration with somebody else to play uh, Rick. And, again, Tom Cruise is all in on Mission Impossible right now and playing Maverick again in Top Gun. But if he's already been somewhat sought after by Tarantino, him circling back around to be in his final movie and, again, going <laughs> getting back to those Tropic Thunder, yeah. like – yeah, we we all know who Tom Cruise is, but this is like the anti-Tom Cruise role, mm-hmm. and he goes all in on that. Like, yeah. I would love to see that okay. next for him. Rapid fire? Or are you rapid firing? I mean, how many more do you have left? Seven. Okay, I've got a little more. I'll run through. I'll run through a couple here. I know you're gonna get approval on this one, Tony Collette. Yes, of course. Absolutely has to be done. Uh, maybe not has to, but yeah, it'd be great. Um, so other some other vets of the industry. Meryl Streep mm. never done Tarantino. I don't think she would like in like a leading role, but like her coming in as like the they have to the characters have to stop somewhere, and she is at that location and has to like, give them something to give them advice. Like and Meryl Streep just goes mm-hmm. full on, you know. Meryl Streep for two minutes? Like, I mean, you can't say no to that. I saw her in the Mary Poppins movie, which didn't know she was in number oh, one. She shouldn't have been in it. They could cut her out and nothing changes. <laughs> what a movie that movie is. It was something. But your boy, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he's pretty good in it. He's great in it. He was Not on my part, list to be in Tarantino. He's the only reason I kept watching that movie. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and uh, what about Jeff Bridges? That seems like one that I was like, oh, wait, no, he, he's definitely been Tarantino movie. And I was like, wait, no. No, no, he hasn't. The Big Lebowski feels like it could have been a Tarantino movie. I, so we get uh, a semi-sequel where it's really just, you know, 
him playing a similar character as yeah. <laughs> Lebowski. I mean, I'm not here for that. Any more rapid fire? Um, I mean, I've got a, I've got a couple other ones, like, um, but they're more like you know, kind of favorite people that I'm just like, you know, I'd love to see them in a okay. Tarantino movie. Okay, like uh, you know, Joaquin Phoenix coming yep. off the Joker hype, and again, that kind of guy who like would do I think anything Tarantino asked him to do, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like that's like a like him and Jesse Eisenberg together. In like a Tarantino movie, you're like, oh, that movie's going to be messed up, but it's yeah. also going to be really good. <laughs> I would so be there for that. What about you? Um, okay, I've got a few here. Okay. Tim Blake Nelson. Yes. Battle Buster Scruggs, Westerns, all that thing, you know. I was just thinking, I was like, wait, he's been in a Tarantino movie. I was thinking no. of Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's him. Um, Liam Neeson. Okay, yes. Tom Waits. Actually. Has Liam Neeson been in one? He hasn't. I just don't think... Maybe that's a great pairing <laughs> after Neeson's past comments that he made this year that were very um, controversial. Right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I just I, I think maybe that'd be best for PR purposes to keep them separated. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, I, otherwise, yeah. I feel like Tarantino would go so on the nose and be like, hey, "Okay, is there a good? I need to read it. I'll read a three thousand word story on Tarantino and race because I don't, I don't think it's as complicated of a relationship as people make it out to be. But okay, I don't think so either. But I don't think he. I don't think Tarantino would lean away from that fact with Neeson's character. If anything, he, oh, would, lean, would, be meta. he we, would lean super into it uh, and he'd be like, Ugh. I didn't think about this until, I, I thought about it a little bit, but I thought about it when Brad Pitt's wife subject came up and how they were playing into that with Once Upon yes. a Time in Hollywood. And like, that didn't occur to me until like just now. And like, that had to have been written. Oh, yes. Sort of, sort of with that in mind. I also, slightly going back to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, our review, which you could check in the main show that dropped on Monday. Um, there's a, There's a great line there where they're talking about Cliff Booth, Brad Pitt's character, and he's just like, you're the stuntman? You're a little too good looking to be a stuntman. He's just <laughs> like, yeah, I know. And I'm just like, that's a great commentary mm-hmm. on Brad Pitt being like, right. he has all of the looks and charm to be the, the leading man in Hollywood, but really he just wants to be like a character actor. Yeah. He but just, like Hollywood won't let him. <laughs> he shows up in all of these things and he, he, yeah, he, he can, he's DiCaprio, he can be DiCaprio without being DiCaprio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just as by his pressure presence and like the weird movies he's done. Brad Pitt has, does not do the movies you think he no. would do with that jawline. No, like he would be the lead of like a Marvel franchise. Right. Not like popping up as the vanisher in Deadpool 2. <laughs> yes. like, wait, wait. <laughs> but anyways. Um, Steven Root of, well, you would know him from Barry. Who's he he is. Barry? He's Fugues and Barry. Oh, okay. He would def- he's definitely a character. Um, and then Are I would- Are you going to say Anthony Kerrigan next then? <laughs> no, I don't have Anthony Kerrigan on there next. But, but I would never say no. To end my rapid fire session, um, Cynthia Ervo and- Okay, yes. Carrie Ann Moss. Ooh. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. And also Roseman Pike. Yes. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we're just basically naming like- great people to Hollywood that's like I've never worked with Tarantino mm-hmm. but that I like, need a shot and it's like this is their last chance so like again in that similar vein like some of my favorite people like in Hollywood right now I've never worked with Tarantino Jennifer Lawrence yeah like absolutely 100% sign me up um in any capacity um Jake Gyllenhaal I mean how like, you can't say no to uh Gyllenhaal Tarantino mashup and he is that chameleon character that could literally do anything crazy hobo on the street for 10 seconds absolutely i think that's the kind of movie that we would get for tarantino's 10th film everyone just gets packed into a movie i mean could you imagine 
for like free or ten dollars or something <laughs> like that, whatever the WGA will allow. Right. And then for, go from there. They get paid for their lunch for, for that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Or you just see Meryl Streep sit down in the background, doesn't say a word. They don't have to pay her. And just walks. Off. I mean, like if like, you know, if this is indeed like the final Tarantino movie, you know, would you be cool with like him just going like, you know, all these people are like, no, we just want to be in it. Mm-hmm. We don't care. Like, right. We'll pull the, um, you know, Scoot McNary of Once Upon a Time. Where he just stands there for two seconds with a gun. You're like, wait, what? Was that Scoot McNary? You're like, oh, he's gone. Huh. Okay. Like, I would love to see all of that, but I feel like all of those roles would go to like Tarantino vets. It'd be, oh. it'd be the, uh, you know, the, the Brad Pitts, the Leos, the, the Kurt Russell's, the Tim Ross, Steve Buscemi's, Samuel Jackson's, the Uma Thurman's back for a second. Yes. You have all these people peppered. I don't know if he would do that with new people he hasn't worked with, but at the same time, like if I was an actor in Hollywood, which I clearly am not, I'd be like, I don't care, Quinn. Just let me be in your final movie. Mm-hmm. Any role. Yeah. It may get cut, like Tim Roth's role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but... I love that they gave him credit, though. Right, like, so Tim weird. Roth, cut. <laughs> like, I, I would just want to be in there. Just, right. just to say, I did it. Mm-hmm. I was w- on a Tarantino movie. Yeah. I just imagined it being a massive party. Oh, yeah. that's how I would treat it. Or want it to be treated. And a couple other ones. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I mean, again, same vein. of like, I love this guy. Love to see him make that turn. Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. I don't think she would do it, but her in a... Tarantino movie would be pretty stellar. Yeah. Sigourney Weaver and Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yes. Absolutely. 100%. Stanley Tucci. Oh. That's so weird that Tucci hasn't done one. Right. He feels so Tarantino. Yes. Just all like his his entire, his again, his screen presence. Yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Do you have any others? Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. That's, huh. I don't, hmm. I know what you're thinking. But he he looks like he belongs. He does. <laughs> but I, he does not at all he would, sound like he, he belongs. He plays whatever role um, Madsen yeah. is supposed to play, <laughs> but then he like backs out last second for like some scheduling reason or something. Right, exactly. You're like, uh, well, Mads Mikkelsen, <laughs> come stand on this horse for two seconds. He's like, okay, sure. I forgot he was there too. So like they had those entire Western sets were just yeah. populated with people he loved. I think there are even more that like got cut. Oh, man. I can't imagine. Um, last two I have. Okay. A pairing that we uh, we've never seen before, but like two, like one legend, one like kind of legend. Mm-hmm. Denzel Washington. Yeah, I mean, feels like, like he belongs, man. Like how have you not? You, he's worked with like everybody, but not Tarantino. I guess it's limited capacity, obviously. But like, come on, gotta happen. And then Matthew McConaughey. He yes. would he would ham up a Tarantino movie every second. And mm. I would, I'd be totally down to see would that. Would that rip you out of the movie though? That, that's that maybe, Harrison Ford level maybe. thing where you would just be, you would just be grabbed by the back of your neck <laughs> and yanked out of the film and be like, You're just like, look, it's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> right. Exactly. He says, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> yes. And that, and that's why inter, inter, I don't know how interstellar works, but it works in a Tarantino movie though. saying the things that you have to say. Yeah. Whew. Maybe he like goes like, <laughs> The Rick Dalton round gets like heavy makeup and like mustache and facial. You're like, is that Matthew McConaughey? You can't really tell. And you're like, I'm yeah. pretty sure that is, but like, you can't totally tell. So you're like, okay, I, I'll for, for now I'll just think that mm-hmm. this character. And then after when the credits roll, like, oh, it was McConaughey. Yeah, it would be um, Tom Cruise level, Tropic Thunder level. Yeah, so, yeah. Which for throwing all those characters out there, that three, three Tropic Thunder references and actors. 
Who was the third one? Tom Cruise. Yeah, we already mentioned Cruise. I mentioned Cruise. I mentioned Cruise. Mentioned Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Matthew McConaughey. He's the agent trying to get the T-bone. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he throws it in front of like, yes, the rocket launcher. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird ending. I'm going to get you that TiVo. Are they going to be like, oh, Ben Stiller, Jack Black? Like, eh, no. No, thanks. Nope, 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 nope. If any, last one, it wasn't even on my list, but just like if we're throwing out all possibilities. We are. Like, just get the rock in there. It would, it would be. That's a bit too it, far. It, it would take me out of the movie, admittedly. But mm-hmm. like, if this is some super self-referential movie or something, and like something, I would love to see The Rock play The Rock in a Tarantino movie. <laughs> okay, that would be interesting, especially if it's a modern piece. Yeah, but it's the- like set present day. There's some like major heist going on in L.A., and then like the bad guys like running away, like what, like the like the the eighth man of the group. Mm-hmm. He's like running away with like one of the bags of money or something, and then turns the corner of the street, and the rock just like is there and clotheslines him. And he's like, "Hey!" He's <laughs> <just> like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, gives him this really big speech, like, "What is happening right now?" And then it's just like never mentioned again, and it's just like one of those like classic Tarantino like silhouettes, like that wasn't necessary, yeah, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Why did we just witness that? Okay, story's back on. All right, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> I man that. I could see it, but then The Rock would need like forty percent of the profits just to show <laughs> up. And you're like, listen, I, I wouldn't want, be good. I want for twenty million dollars. Like, you're going to be on screen for two minutes. I'm like, sorry, that's my rate. I'm like, that can't be possible. <laughs> He's like, listen, I'm, I'm going to be in the UK in the morning. I'm going to be in Hawaii at night. I, I can only be here for an hour. I can only stop here. I can do this, but you got to pay me a lot. <laughs> Granted, the guy works a lot, so hats off to him. Oh but, yeah, work ethic great. Deserves the yeah. money. Deser- earns and deserves the money yes. he gets, but I'm still laughing at the red notice. Oh, it's insane. No, oh but is there anybody else? That, that's it for me. That's a whole that's list. It for me. We'll end it with the rock and basically just culminate this whole thing with a, listen, it's Tarantino's last movie. This thing needs to be star studded, locked and loaded. Everybody who can possibly be in this movie. I don't want, you know, these side characters. It's like, Oh, okay. It was nice to see, you know, Margaret Qualley in there. Yeah. I've seen her a little bit before, but I don't need, I want a list stars oh. In every single role, make it happen, Tarantino. I would still throw Margaret Quali in there. Well, sure. Okay. She can. I mean, she's a Tarantino f- familiar now. On so. the rise. Yeah. That's only she's her first Tarantino role. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, perfect. Okay. So, those are our picks for who should be in the new Tarantino movie. Or it just needs to be Michael Sarah in a room alone with a birthday cake. Incredible. <laughs> yes. Don't know what the story's going to be, but yeah, sure, sign me up, whatever. Um, But those are our picks for who should be in the new Tarantino movie. His next one, his final one, as he says right now. We'll wait and see if that holds true. But let us know who you want to see. If there is somebody we did not mention here, which would be kind of a shock because we mentioned a lot of people. Probably mentioned like 40 people. Um, But if there is somebody who, like, this person needs to be in it, they're the perfect fit, let us know who that person is on Twitter by tweeting us at from the film and you can follow me personally on there at movie cooper and you can get at me josh at just joshua ryan and if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe share retweet and more plus head over to itunes and give us a five-star view with comments thanks and for tuning to the film podcast josh thank you for stopping in everyone and be sure to turn next week for our future episode